At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Topa filling in for Gil Alexander today. We've got a good show on tap, and we've been out at the Summer League. Uh, throughout the entire week. So we're going to check in with some of the people that I've gotten to sit down with Dan Morang out in Portland to give us an interesting perspective on what's going to happen with Damian Lillard and the, uh, I would say shifting odds. We had another shift in the market for Damian Lillard. Uh, very much worth updating. And jo- uh, Jovan Buha is going to be with us as well. Lakers reporter for the athletic, a great conversation about the Lakers who were winners by many accounts in the off season. However, uh, Jovan painting a picture of some question for the Los Angeles Lakers, despite the fact uh, that they were considered to be one of the uh, teams that came out on top in free agency. And of course, coming up at 30 minutes, Zach Cohen, VEASAN writer and editor. We're going to talk a little Wimbledon, which is of course underway last night. Uh, how much? So I was sitting watching Orlando and Indiana go at it at the NBA Summer League. How much of the home run derby did you take in, Kelly, if anything at all? Uh, I had it on a TV. Okay. I had it on a TV, but I, but I had I had the volume up on the Pacers match yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was mainly locked into that. But, uh, yeah, we had uh, Gil and I had a little side wager. I think I, I, think I owe him a bit of money. Oh, what was yeah, it? Yeah, we, we, we did a little draft, and uh, I had a Rosarena uh, in the final. He had Vlad, and, uh, yeah, I think I owe him a few bucks. Well, at least you guys both got somebody to the final. Yeah. Huh? Rose Rain just couldn't he just couldn't pull it off in that final 30 seconds. Thought he was gonna do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and it was interesting. There was actually a lot that came out from yesterday in terms of some of like the interesting numbers. Uh eight contestants on Monday night combining for 341 home runs. Uh that destroyed the previous record set in 2019 of uh, 312. Uh the 341 home runs, more than Major League Baseball's uh, two leading teams in terms of home runs, Braves and the Dodgers. They combined and hit the entire first half, 318 home runs. Single season team record 307 set by the Twins in 2019. Distance of the home runs, 138,723 feet, or about 26.3 miles. Uh, to put into context, you'd have to put 230 space needles end-to-end to beat that distance, a Seattle landmark, if you will. I also thought they, there were some interesting moments throughout that, too. So one of the big um, storylines early Right was the fact that when you saw one of the early performances, uh, Julio Rodriguez opening round was absolutely tremendous with what he was able to do. And after that, Kelly, he like I guess we'll call it in game in match shot up to like, the odds on favorite afterwards. And again, I'm just keeping track on Twitter, so I'm not really watching the home run derby itself. But I thought it was interesting watching that shift, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's one round. But just because he hit 41 yeah. the first time around doesn't mean that that's going to carry over. And in fact, I'd make the argument, 
Did he gas himself out hitting that many home runs in a single round like that? And, of course, didn't come to fruition. And a Rosarena, after that first round, was the last choice on the board, and he made it to the final. I didn't I, I didn't realize shops were dealing live odds yeah. with the home run derby, which is, which is actually kind of awesome. And I think what you're talking about right there is – a reason that there probably is more value in betting into that market than before the home run derby. I mean, sure. I mean you, 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 think about what Rushman did. Same thing, right? Like, what are the live odds then, you know, go, going uh, to, to Robert after him, and he ended up win, winning that one. Yep. I, I thought that was really interesting to watch. Again, just tracking on Twitter, just thinking about it logically and going, I don't know if you shoot up to the odds on favor just because you had that many. Because, like, matchups remain the same. And, yeah. and and one of my thoughts, too, was, like, you still have power hitter extraordinaire Vlad Guerrero Jr. in this thing. Like, an underdog like an underdog to Julio Rodriguez. Like, Rodriguez is great. But uh, that was a really strong first round. That's it. Also, by the way, we talk about this all the time. Uh, but the pitching change uh, bites Pete Alonso as well. That was one thing, too. I, did, do you think his pitcher was told, like, try to strike me out? Like, try to get me to just <laughs> pop up to the infield. Don't give me anything. That's, I know a lot of people, we talk about it a lot, and I'm sure Gil hit on it too, but the pitchers do matter. And I remember last year, I couldn't find anything this year, but there was like a really big breakdown of like all of the pitchers who yeah. were chosen to be their guy. That's important, man. Uh, I remember they, they, they mentioned it on the broadcast last night about, you know, Dave Jouse not being there for him. I'm like, I remember the dude's name. Like he's been that, he's been right. that important for Pete Alonzo. Right. And I, it is crazy because that that's what's my biggest takeaway from the Derby is every year I watch it now, I get more locked into watching the pitching and like the guy who's just grooving it in there every single time. And, and it like it matters. It seemingly matters just as much as who's standing at the plate. The other one, I think that uh, we, we were talking about this a lot yesterday, John, but the uh, the, the over under on the distance. Uh, I think the under sailed home easily on the distance of the longest home run, 40, 490 and a half feet. Um, that was easy. I know we had a, we had, Gil was talking about betting it yesterday. We had a lot of people talking about betting it yesterday. And I know it was getting steamed down, but still, I don't even think that came close. I think 470 was like the longest I saw. I know that. Is the home run derby sacred? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because I've just been thinking about this, and maybe this is, look, I'm sure this is a topic that's been broached before, but to, like, to maximize this and the fact that we have betting on this now, do we start to have the conversation about getting rid of the human element for pitching? Oh, yes. Right? I, like, I, I think at some point we have to. I, mean, I know that, it, look, it, it's, look, it's home run derby, and I know it's not really that important. <laughs> right, it probably right, doesn't right. get that much action overall. But I would say that, like, if you want to just, like, maximize what the product's going to be, and you I, want to see these guys at their absolute best, set up a machine that's just going to groove them fastballs the entire time down the middle so you can get the most pot. Like, you can get the most out of every single one of these guys. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to look at it from a betting perspective because, yes, obviously that would help, help level the playing field. You wouldn't have to worry about, hey, how connected is my batter with his pitcher? But just to overall enhance the product, like, it's, yeah. is it, it's a purer way to figure out who the better home run hitter is, right? Like, that... I think that's just a fact. So, yeah, I, I'm completely okay with it. Did you see the kid in the outfield? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get nailed by <laughs> the line drive. Why'd you have to bring it up, man? Why'd you have to bring it up? I saw it live, too. Oh, you did? Oh, I saw it live, and I'm like, so they're cutting away. Right. Like everybody's pulling the ball, right? Everybody's pulling it. So the camera shot's kind of going into the same direction every time. And I saw it live, right, and they cut away so quickly. But I'm like... Man, a kid out there looked like he just, like, I mean, he 
he went flat, right? Like, yep. he got hit and just went to the ground. And I'm like, did I just see that right? And then, like, two two swings later, they cut back to that camera, right? And there's a kid just laying on the ground. I'm like, oh, no. Like, that is not good. I've always kind of thought that dynamic is somewhat dangerous overall. It's right. Like, you've just got a bunch of kids running loose in the outfield. Some of them are much larger than others. Like, you could totally see a situation where, and I'm sure we've seen it before, where a kid just gets, like, trampled over by another right, bigger yes, kid. Right, yes, that one, yeah. How uh, do they not run into each other right. all the time? They're kids. And then, of course, there's that where they're not the most coordinated yet. So, when they screw, like, a line drive comes screaming at them. They don't know what to do, and they just get beaned. So, hopefully, the kid's all right. But that was one of the low lights, we'll call it, of the evening. But overall, Home Run Derby is what it is. It's a fun event. People like to bet on it. And um, at the end of the day, it was a little interesting in terms of the uh, – the betting ramifications of it, especially from an in-game standpoint. So with that, I wanted to hit one more baseball thing. So this is this is what we call awesome reporting. Yesterday, Pat Forty wrote a story for Sports Illustrated. And for those who did not get to see this yet, they got the dirt on the Alabama betting situation, we'll call it. Alabama baseball situation where, of course, somebody goes to a sports book, uh, decides to try to make multiple wagers over the limit on an Alabama baseball game using some inside information. We know, of course, then afterwards, uh, the head coach for Alabama baseball does get fired. This is incredible. So, Bert Eugene Neff Jr. walks into a BetMGM Sportsbook at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. He has over $100,000 and tries to wager more than $100,000 on Alabama and number one LSU, which had gotten almost nothing in terms of action, to the point where apparently when he walked in, he, this is great. Uh, fueled by hubris and perhaps desperation, Neff, an obscure youth league coach, stood at the window and pleaded his case for making the huge wager to the book's staff. He indicated that he had inside information on the game. Yep. Yep. And he had his phone. And this is, I think I brought this up. I think we, I was on with you, right? Were we, was I on around I, the I, time that this broke? I, I think I, I think we were because I, all I was going to say is, it, before what you're about to say, all of us at the time when this story came out, it was like the only thing that made sense was if this guy did what you're about to say. <laughs> so, because it, it doesn't seem, what I'm about to say is, it does not seem that Brad Bohannon was like, hey, I want to make some extra money. Go bet this for me. Yes. What it seems like what happened is Brad Bohannon's buddy is a moron. And he was texting him and going, you know what? I'll give you Eugene Neff Jr. here a little bit of like a, hey, by the way, you know, we're not going to play our guy if you want to go put a bet in before. Like, just just like an olive branch, whatever. Like, you help out the friend, right? No, like, scan. It doesn't seem like that. Again, it, that totally open to potentially happen. But this guy was so arrogant about it. According to the story by 40, he was so indiscreet with his texting, the book's surveillance cameras could zoom in yes. perfectly and see the details of the conversation between him and Bohannon. How, like... You gotta be smarter than I, this. I, I don't. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the how the hell that ever happens, JVT. And we sat here. We sat, I remember when this story came out. We're like, because they caught it quick, right? This yep. went to U.S. Integrity. They shut it down really quick. We know Matt Holt over at U.S. Integrity. The company does a great job. Okay. It got shut down so quick, and we're like, how did would they catch this so quickly? Unless something like that happened, well. and that actually happened. So I think this, I want to be very clear before I say this next statement. The system in place works. It catches things, red flags, all that kind of stuff. It sounds like we didn't need it. It sounds like this guy was such a moron that he was just walking in there blazing, like guns ablazing, like I've got inside info, guys. Let's start firing away on Alabama baseball. Let's go. I think, was it like, 
Was it 25 times or like 20 times? 25x what the game had been (laughs) bet on like in the country, right? But for BetMGM, I think in the country, yes. (laughs) So I think it's – Holt does a great job and the whole system in place does a great job. But when the guy's screaming from the mountaintops, I got inside information. Let me make 25 times the normal wager here. (laughs) I don't know what kind of a system you need. Holy smokes. Yeah. At the end of the day, sometimes what is it? Um, what's the I, I, what? One of those razors or whatever it is. Uh, but don't confuse malice for uh, essentially stupidity. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> what it is. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to here again. Some conversations coming up from the summer league. Speaking of, we got some juicy runs for a playoff spot in the NBA summer league. We'll talk about that. Recap some of what we have, and of course, talk a little bit about betting on the summer league because there hasn't been a ton of opportunities. We can discuss why that has been here on a numbers game when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app at MGM Sports. Bet MGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting boosted odds, specials, and more. Download the app and stop by any MGM casino on the strip of the state. You should ID to open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 or physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Gil Alexander today here on a numbers game. Uh, we were discussing it. It's very much worth it, by the way. If you go up to SI.com and check out the uh, inside dope on the Alabama baseball gambling scandal, 40 did a great job on the article. So it's very much worth it. We hit on the key points, but uh, absolutely brilliant. And I was also wanted to hit on this really quickly um, because I really stumbled over it. You looked at me very confused, Kelly. Hanlon's razor. <laughs> Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. So, hey, man, you're, you're just a smarter cat than I am. That's why I didn't know where you were going with. Well, I'm not that smart. I'm, I'm like, what kind of razor? Uh, I'm talking about uh, like uh, what's a shaving razor? Come on. I don't even know. A name. Gillette. Yeah. Gillette. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, so that's it's a good point. Um, a it does make me sound a lot problem. smarter than I really am. But also, if I'm not that smart because I don't understand because there's also Occam's razor. I don't understand right. why they're called razors. <laughs> That's the what's the one part I've never really wrapped my head around, but I know what they mean. So you throw it out there. So it sounds like, as usual, just stupid people at work when it came to Alabama baseball. Uh, all right. So 
NBA, as I mentioned, we have a, an odd shift when it comes to the fate of one Damian Lillard. And it is tied. And actually, I know, did I send this? Do we have Joe Cronin? Because I think we should probably hit that here, right? So let's slow the odds up first, and let's explain what's happening here. So Damian Lillard, where he's going to play his first regular season minute last year, we have seen the market slowly start to shift. The Heat were as high as minus 300. Again, and I know our title says where will Damian Lillard play next season. The important wording is where will he play his first regular season minutes. So, again, if you're betting into this market and thinking if at any point he gets dealt to the Heat, you win your bet. No, that is not the case. It is first regular season minute played. So the Heat are minus 270 now. They were as high as minus 300. The Celtics were actually the second choice for a while. About three or four days ago, they shifted to the third choice. Blazers, just as of Sunday, were plus 550. Now down to plus 475. We are starting to see the Blazers creep up the board and we're starting to see the heat come back down to the pack. Now, there's a lot of different factors at play here. The first of which is there's just growing rumblings that, look, there is not a very adequate package here. Nothing is really changing for the Miami Heat in terms of what they have to offer. So why would the Portland Trailblazers want to jump on an offer that maybe not be that adequate when they have a very good asset on their hands at Damian Lillard? Well, the NBA Summer League is awesome because not only do you get to see games, but it was described to me as like NBA Comic-Con, right? Like all these NBA people come out here, Really, it's just a social event for people involved with the league, and we get a lot of different news bits out of it, which is including a press conference from one Joe Cronin, the general manager of the Portland Trailblazers, who had this to say yesterday about the Damian Lillard situation. I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or, you know, the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is going to, has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. Um, and we're going to see, you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. It takes months. It takes months. You also had a good line, Kelly, which I was kind of like, Joe, you don't know me, but I'm proud of you, man. He essentially said like, yeah, like, you know what? If, if this thing was going to get sped up, I need more than one team that you want to go to. Yeah. Like, th this is – and this is kind of what we talked about. This has been the rumbling now for, I'd say, like, what, the last week. As I said, you know, Friday night got to go out and talk with Portland Trailblazers people. We're going to hear from Danny Morang, who's going to echo those sentiments uh, that we talked to at Summer League over the weekend. Like, this is not something that is going to happen overnight. And if you are Joe Cronin, why not do what Brooklyn did? Damian Lillard is not going to hold out. If the season starts and he's still a Portland Trailblazer, he's going to play. He's not holding out anywhere. Right. He's making too much thing. money. He's Come making on. way too much money. And he's also, I don't love the way he's handled this, but he's also, like, I'll say this, he seems to be too decent of a person yes. to go to a team that trades assets for him and not play at all or stick around for Portland, a, a team he's played for his entire career, and not play at all if he's still there on the team. So this looks more and more like a Brooklyn Nets situation where when the season begins, you could see – Damian Lillard playing his first game as a Portland Trailblazer, and maybe even many more than that. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know where you're at currently with this, but I am. I think he will be a member of the Miami Heat next season. I do. I don't know when though. I, I real I really think that is becoming more of a reality. In in honestly, JVT, when we when we compare it to that Durant situation last season, this seems almost like less. That the Blazers need the Blazers need less to move Dame than the D Nets needed to move Durant last year. Like mm -hmm. it seemed like they needed to figure out more last year what direction they were headed in as a franchise than where Portland's currently at. Portland, 
I mean, look, they're, I don't think they have dreams of winning winning a championship this season. They kind of know they're in a rebuild mode now. So, okay, whether Dame's there or, the, or he's not, right. fine. You're just going to kind of help contribute to the team if you're still around for a couple months. Yep, and, and the thing is, when you're a team like Portland, to that point, we already have a young core. So, if you're going to be here, you're going to be here. If you're mm-hmm. not, then you're not. The other point, too, is when seasons begin, I keep saying this, Kelly, you're, you get a view of what your team is. You understand what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are, what you're willing to ship off to go and get a piece. The Phoenix Suns are a really good example. The Suns wanted Kevin Durant. But by all accounts in the summer, ah, Mikhail Bridges, I don't know, mm-hmm. like Cam John, uh, maybe we'll slip over Cam John, whatever. But by the season began and ownership changed hands officially, it was like, no, 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 no. Let's go get the guy that we want. We see where we're at. We see that we're not going to be adequate enough. We want Kevin Durant to build around with our team. Let's go and get him. And it's the same situation here. Miami could, like, not even just Miami, but some of these other teams, Philadelphia, whoever it is, sitting back and going, man, let's let's ship off the farm. Like, let's go get him. We need him. We feel like it can be enough for us. Boston is one of those teams, too. Boston has a little bit more in terms of assets. Boston can look around and go, yeah, you know what? We need to do this. Like, we, we, we need to ship this off. Jalen Brown's not happy. This is becoming a bad situation. Again, these are all hypotheticals. Right. But, like, now that we have 15-ish, 20-ish games in, let's start to have more of these conversations because we need Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's really interesting. And if you think back to last summer, too, when you do compare it to Durant, I, I do think there's a little bit more, like, well, I think Miami's doing everything they can to get it done as soon as possible. It just doesn't work the same for Portland. I mean, you think about what Toronto, a lot of those trade uh, trade packages we were discussing last summer for Kevin Durant, I mean, remember the, the Scotty Barnes, right? We didn't want to touch Scotty Barnes. I mean, you know, they would have gladly given that package up midway through the season yep. for Kevin Durant. And yeah, I don't, it, it's interesting timing. I, I think, I think the Heat are going to get this done. I have no idea though what, what the time frame is really going to look like. On and, it. and we should also know too, there are it, it, Damian Lillard and James Harden. I think it's the same situation. There's growing sentiment that Harden's going to be there too at the beginning yep. of the season. Uh, we know that Daryl Morey has the exact same mindset. We've seen it all the time, and uh, we saw we saw the quote from Joel Embiid: "Quote, I want him to come back. Hopefully, his mindset can be changed." Uh, that would be with the Philadelphia 76ers. I think in both of these situations, the the bet is to make is play the the team that they're on. Yeah, agreed. And I think obviously there's shorter odds for Harden to go back to the Sixers, but that one. I actually think I'd bet if I could. If I could, we can't here in Nevada. These aren't posted. I think I'd bet the 76ers on Harden because this one, JVT, like, I don't think this domino is falling till we know what's going on with Damian Lillard. So, like, I mean, I think they're very much connected with these teams. So, I wouldn't, I, I mean, Harden, I think he's got a better, much better chance to start the season on the Sixers. Yep, absolutely. All right, really quickly, the other bit of information that came out yesterday. So, we know that Chris Paul gets acquired by the Golden State Warriors. The question now is, of course, what Chris Paul's role is going to be with the Golden State Warriors. A lot of people can envision lineups with him and Steph Curry together, but for the most part, he's not going to crack the starting lineup, you would think. Listen to this question posed to Chris Paul yesterday and his response to a thought of maybe coming off of the bench for the Golden State Warriors. You'd be coming off the bench, playing with the second unit that's a lot younger than this, the Warriors of the past have been with J.K. and Moses. Just what do you think of, of their depth, their their bench players that you might be playing alongside? Uh, you coaching? <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, okay, well, I don't know what is what the situation is going to be yet. You know what I mean? So I think that'll be for us to, to figure out once we get going. Us? No. It's for the Warriors to figure out. Sorry, man. Like, this is the way it goes now. Like, this is where you're at in your career. 
Like this is like Russell Westbrook had to do it at one point, and this is what's going to happen now too. Like it of the starting lineup that they have again still together. It is still Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. It is still Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking out for Chris Paul? Sorry, none of them. So I have no clue. I was shocked though to hear Mark Spears reporting yesterday that there that he believe or he's told believes that it Chris Paul will be in the starting lineup. Yeah, you know who he got that from? Who? Chris Paul. Okay, there you go. And then he was laying out a plan of like Chris Paul playing the first five minutes and then hitting the bench. I'm with you. I don't know how that makes any sense. Though. Like, who are you taking out? I have no. I have no idea. Who are you taking out? No idea. Because either way, you're getting smaller, right? And, right, and you're getting like it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all to to take out Clay Thompson to take because you're not taking out Steph Curry. You're not taking out Draymond Green, right? No. So, that's, so it's I think Clay, those are absolute it's Clay or Wiggins, and it's, I don't think you're taking out Wiggins either. I don't think so. Either. So it's Clay. Or it's Kevon Looney, and like, you're really not doing small. it. Yes, you're not doing it. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to. When we return, Zach Cohen's going to be with us, get his thoughts on what's going to happen in Wimbledon as we move forward there. And remember, we've got plenty of great conversations from the NBA Summer League coming up in the second hour here on a Numbers Game. A Numbers Game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football season's here, and the VSIN NFL betting guide is here as well. Our NFL betting guide is going to help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season, in depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends. That means you can only find them here. Plus, best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. It's only $19. Get your newly released NFL betting guide, or you can take advantage of our summer kickoff special. Get everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175 out of today at slash subscribe. And I always stress to everybody with the summer kickoff special, which gets you everything we do through the Super Bowl, remember, that's everything in every sport. So I'll say it now, even though it's July, the NBA betting guide that we write every year, you'll get that. The NHL preview that we write, every, you'll get that. The hockey, the college football and college basketball, you'll get that. Bang. Everything we do. One of the contributors for that, Zach Cohen, nice enough to give us some time. VSIN writer and editor at underscore Zico up on Twitter. Uh, I actually haven't gotten to talk to Zach only on social media. So first off, a round of applause. I know it's a little old, but nuptials recently, huh? How was the trip? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah, nuptials were about last year actually, but we did a delayed honeymoon uh, two weeks ago, and it was great. Oh, okay. All right, I take my congratulations back. You can't, you can't go on a honeymoon <laughs> yeah, a year later and then take congratulations at face value. How dare you? Uh, yeah. All right. So we're watching Wimbledon, and uh, as Kelly put it, uh, is this is this officially over? Am I watching highlights or what's going on here? I thought Bad Tattoo Lady actually won this thing. No, she won. Oh, yeah, okay. we're, you're live. You're live. Uh, okay, we're watching live. Sorry, let's watch. I wanted to ask you. So we have Wimbledon going underway, and look, I, I will not pretend to know uh, nothing in terms of sports betting on Wimbledon itself. But what I can do is look around the market and ask you about some things that stick out to me before we get to uh, some of your plays, Zach. And one of the things that sticks out to me, we're looking over the men's odds compared to the women's odds. It's that. You know, when you look at the men, it does seem that the favorites are larger in terms of the prices, right? A minus 650 favorite, uh, Djokovic at minus 1600, uh, Medvedev at minus 525, Carlos Alcaraz at minus 370. Is, is that representative of a talent gap here? It sticks out to me that those odds are so high for the team, the guys that are favored, and yet in these women's matchups, these are near picks with favorites of only minus 125, a buck 85, and a dollar 70. Yeah, I think it's a talent gap. I mean, with Medvedev, he's playing Christopher Eubanks, who really was not expected to be here. 
He's had some really good performances along the way. You know, everyone's kind of rooting for him. He's an American with a really, you know, really great personality, but he's not expected to be here. So that's why that one's so big. But the Djokovic Rublev one is really crazy because Rublev is a top 10 player. So seeing him as such a heavy favorite in that match is pretty wild. And I do on vcin.com, I have Rublev to win a set at plus money odds. Okay, so let's expand on that. When you see something like that, is that worth taking the outright win price on Rublev if there is some theoretical value, or do you just rather attack it in different markets as opposed to taking a 9-to-1 shot or thereabouts? I wouldn't take it outright. I don't think he really has a chance of winning, but I do think that he has a chance of winning a set. Djokovic can kind of dip his level at times and give his opponents chances to break, just kind of losing his focus on his own serve. And sometimes, honestly, I think he gives up a set to try to get himself going, get his blood boiling. So I like Rublev to win a set at plus money odds. I don't like him to win the match. But yeah, that's a, that's what I've gone to the last two rounds. It probably should have won two rounds ago at Stan Wawrinka, but he choked away the third set tiebreaker, and then it won with Hubert Hurkacz. You actually had a chance to win a couple of sets in that match. All right, let's go to our other the other men's matchups. The other one that stuck out to me too, uh, Alcaraz, of course, right now I think ATP rankings have him number one, uh, taking on uh, I think the sixth-ranked tennis player in, in Holger. So t- talk to me about this matchup because this is of the prices on the board for the men. This is the shortest favorite right now at minus 370. Yeah, this one's actually a pretty big spread for you know what the two represent. These right. are two of the guys that are expected to win Grand Slams in the future. Obviously, Alcaraz has done it, but Runa is one that people expect to do it, and I think that they're you know rivals at their age group, and I think that not that much separates them on like a hard court. But Grass, you know, Alcaraz is kind of taking a liking to Grass more than Runa has at this point, and Runa's fitness is a concern. It's been a concern his whole career at this point. Uh, he's not a guy that has worked very deep in tournaments thus far. He can deal with cramps at times. I know Alcaraz did at the French Open, but yeah, that's a, a big difference between the two. And I think that Alcaraz will probably beat him in four sets or fewer. Is there anything else on the men's board that sticks out to you just in terms of the actual matches we're going to have today? Yeah, so I love Roman Safulin to give, uh, sorry, to give Yannick Sinner a little bit of trouble today. Sinner is a, is a massive favorite in that match, but he's another one that has struggled you know, at the quarterfinals, semifinals, and grand slams, he's not really a trustworthy bet at this point. He kind of lets opponents hang around. And Safulin, much better than his ranking. Uh, he's a guy with a big serve, big forehand, and a really sturdy backhand. He has no flash whatsoever to his game, but he's a really steady player that I could see, you know, working his way into a tiebreaker or two. And from there, I would expect him to win one. So I actually suggested a two-unit play on Safulin to win one set, which is uh, – Minus 125 odds, and then I suggested, you know, a half-unit sprinkle on him to win two sets at plus 220. Big picture here, uh, Djokovic right now, minus 190 over at DraftKings uh, to win this thing. Is there any any point in attacking a futures board at this point deep in a tournament like this? I wouldn't attack it because I think that Carlos Alcaraz, if he were to get there, would still be around plus 250, plus 275. So. I'd rather take him at 250, 275 rather than, you know, 350, 310 and have to worry about these upcoming matches. I'd rather just wait for it and you'd still get a good price on it. Although I'm not as high on Alcaraz at this point in the tournament as I was before the tournament. I think he's having some issues with his second serve, which would not go well against Djokovic. Yeah, right now uh, we are watching Alina Svitolina uh, and uh or excuse me, Alina Svitolova and Iga Svitek uh, uh, play one another right now in the quarterfinal. I'll ask you this, since this match is going on right now, in-game, and when you're talking about wagering tennis, is there anything that you're looking for specifically when attacking these as these matches are going along? Do you do a lot of in-game wagering when it comes to tennis? Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for opportunities to go Iga in-game. So 
that's something I'd be looking for. Maybe not in this patch because I don't think she's been playing very well. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a really good sport in terms of if the, if the player you liked before the match goes down, you're probably going to get a good price in game, and it's usually going to go well for you. Two more games, uh, two more matches that are win on the women's side. Anything in the two matches that we see here? Uh, Sabalenka is a dollar eighty-five favorite, and uh, let's see, Elena. Rabakina. Okay, I was going to go there. Thank you. Uh, minus 170. I'm not going to try to, by the way, I'm not going to try to pronounce her opponent's name. I don't want to disrespect hey, I, I do. I do this stuff all the time. I still can't do it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I like both underdogs. I, I played Madison Keys at vcin.com at plus 700 to win her quarter. So I do really like her chances in this match. I think both players have really big serves, really big forehands. I think it's going to be a, you know, a strength on strength matchup where that I really think is a coin toss. So I like the price on her and then Kind of the same thing with the other match. Anja Javor is a really, really good grass court player. I'm not sure why she's such a heavy underdog against Ravakina. I know Ravakina won Wimbledon last year, but you know that was a little bit of a weird tournament with not everybody in the field. And I think that she's been overvalued a little in the market because of that. By the way, you can find uh, the write-up from Zach and all the other work he does up on the website at vcin.com article uh, from yesterday's up there too. And you can check out what you think uh, is going to be some good information for everybody to check out there. All right. With that, let's shift to the NBA really quickly. Uh, it is the off season, all sorts of moves and all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'll ask you this just generally, do you watch summer league? Do you care about it? What do you do with summer league at this point right now? Or is it one of those where kind of like most people, yeah, you know what? If it's like 7 o'clock at night and I got nothing to watch, let's throw it on and let's just see what's going on. I watch way too much of it. I have, okay. I have futures on it. Uh, you know, as far as games go, I've been tweeting them out. I don't think that that's something, you know, something people should be paying for. It's it's such a coin toss. I, yesterday I had, who did I have? I had, um, I, I forget, but the team was up seven points in the third quarter. It looked like they were running away with it and completely blew it. I mean, there's such sloppy games and anything could really happen. So I'm kind of just, you know, going for fun in the end game, but I do think that there's value in the futures market. And yeah, one of the teams I was really high on before the tournament was the bucks. And yep. I think that there's still some value on Marjan Beauchamp at, to win summer league MVP at plus 1100. I need 23 points in their first game, 20 points in their second. And I still think that they're a team that can win it all. So I, I think there's some really good value there. What, uh, what other ones do you have? You have the Milwaukee bucks. Are you still alive with uh, anything else? I mean, I have the Mavericks and I have the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, both are one in one, so I think they're going to need to do a little bit of damage the rest of the week to even get into the, you know, to get to get into the ch- to have a chance. But yeah, I, li- I liked the Mavericks because I thought that they would get lively and prosper back in time to practice, but I don't think they were. But they did come back and they were a little bit slow, but they won their second game. Yeah, the other thing that you're looking at, we see the uh, updated odds to win the NBA Summer League. Cavaliers are ahead of the Indiana Pacers, but that's because the Cavs have actually played three games already and won all three at plus two. But why are you shaking your head? How have they played three games already? Dude, I they, noticed that today. They played three <laughs> games. This thing started on Friday. They played three games already, and at one point they had played three, and like the Jazz had played one. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> know. It's it, The scheduling is absolutely a mess, but that's the reason that they're there. That Pacers team has a bunch of pros on it, uh, but we don't know how long they're going to play, and that's part of it. All right, Zach, before we get you out of here, last minute, it's going to be the talk of the town. Just ask you, uh, where do you think Damian Lillard ends up? We were talking about this. Uh, we both think the prop to play there would be actually the Portland Trailblazers to play his first regular season minute. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to start the season with the Blazers. I think it'll be very similar to the Durant situation where maybe at the deadline he ends up going to the Heat. Zach, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. I'll re-extend the congratulations. I didn't know, so it was a new event <laughs> to me. And I'm glad you had fun and awesome work on the website as usual. Thanks a lot, dude.
Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep, you got it. Again, at underscore Zico does a great job writing pretty much everything uh, up on the website. Yeah, I was looking at that yesterday when I sat down for the Pacers game. I was looking at the standings. I'm like, how? Like, the Cavs are already three and zero. I did it this morning. I was like, wait, three and zero? I'm like counting days in my head. I'm like, this started on Friday, right? We got six teams that are two and zero or better, and we've got another one and zero team. We still have a one and zero team according to the standings. Oklahoma City. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. All right, we'll have more on the Summer League. Uh, when we come back, we can talk about betting those big picture stuff as well. And, of course, some conversations. I think a great one about the Los Angeles Lakers coming up in the second hour with Yovan Buha. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. If you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once they sign up and make a deposit, you're going to receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. you got to be 21. Promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire in 30 days. If you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Back here on the numbers game, I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Gil Alexander today. Uh, and we were complaining off the air. So we do have, the, this, is a, this is the time of year, the, the more I've gone out to the NBA Summer League, I, I realize too, it is, it is not about basketball. It is a bunch of hobnobbing and right socializing for NBA heads and media members mm-hmm. and everything like that. And there just happens to be basketball on in an arena out here. In, in Las including Vegas. ourselves. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I try, try at least. You try at least. Uh, I was talking to – I'm going to do – I'm going to do like the – like it makes me sound more important. I was talking to a prominent NBA media member there, yesterday there yeah. and uh, told them the same thing. I was like, I hate doing all of this stuff. Uh, to which he actually agreed. Uh, so we have a couple of games here today. Now. The standings, I want to reiterate uh, what's happening here because we do have a ton of teams right now that are still undefeated when it comes to the Summer League standings. The Cleveland Cavaliers are 3-0. The Indiana Pacers, Los Angeles Lakers, Utah Jazz round out the top four. That matters because it's sorted by point differential, but those teams are undefeated. Top four make it into the playoffs. They have other undefeated teams. Milwaukee Bucks are 2-0. Houston Rockets are 2-0. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have only played one game, are 1-0 to this point. So we have quite a bit to be decided here over the course of a short sample size. And as I wrote about today in the article for the preview, Kelly, 
this system does cause some variance. You could have a team that finishes three and one and not even make it into the playoffs. Right. So it is a, th- it is something where you're going to sit back probably at the end and feel jaded. You're also going to be like us and be complaining about some ridiculous stuff when it comes to the <laughs> NBA summer league. So for example, the Portland trailblazers are 20 to one. Uh, I bet them at about 10 to one to win yep, the NBA too. summer you league. And I both have tickets on them. Yep. They're one and one. And for those who have not been paying attention, took one of the most ridiculous beats on Friday night to lose their first game by a single point up two with nine seconds left and the ball, mm-hmm. the trailblazers, a young guard takes the ball up the floor, tries to throw a lob again, up two, nine seconds left, tries to throw a lob. It gets intercepted with six tenths of a second left. The Rockets call the timeout. And I'm sure you've at least seen this on social media. Yeah. The Jabari Smith jr. Highlight where he wins the game at the top. That was because the Portland trailblazers turned it over. That makes the difference in winning this thing. So you and I both could be sitting on a couple of tickets uh, of undefeated teams. And instead I'm holding out hope for the Utah jazz. It's my only ticket. That's really kind of alive. Trailblazers are still kind of alive there. And that's about it for the most part when it comes to trying to get something out of this. But it also does speak to like, look, man, there's just a crazy variance of this because it's just bad basketball. There, there really is. I think that uh, Zach hit on it well uh, the last segment. I, I don't really know that I'd recommend on unless you know, these players, Really, no, no, really you well, you and and you probably don't. Um, I would probably be staying away from game betting. Maybe if you want to look in game, uh, I think that would be a better, uh, better suggestion for actual game betting on the summer league. If that's something you really want to do, uh, but otherwise, I think you look at futures. We added a couple before before it started, um, and yeah, you gotta you gotta run pure. <laughs> we were we were both complaining about that on Saturday, doing live bet Saturday about that shot. It's, yep. It really is. Uh, it seems like silly basketball, but it's the NBA summer league. It, 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 I guarantee you even the coaches aren't going nuts in Portland about the ending of that game. Right. So, um, yeah, us complaining about that stuff with futures yeah. tickets is kind of silly, but, you know, it's still a bet. It's still a bet. Uh, and also, too, like you noted, I- I've only actually – I've only bet on two games so far. One of them was uh, the under in the Wimbanyama debut. The other was just because I actually finally got to sit down in the arena and watch a yep. full game you yesterday. Yeah. So I just wanted to watch something play out, and I didn't have to worry about it because the Pacers smoked the Orlando Magic at six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I had the Magic, by the way. We'll clarify that <laughs> one. Um, so, like, game to game, unless you're jumping on some sort of information, like the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder do play later today, correct? They are uh, in yeah, action they, tonight. Yeah, they play later. I actually added them. I did add them as a future. Like, they're 8-1 to one now, so you're getting better odds than you would have gotten pre-tournament on right. them. Uh, JVT still, I think still the big question with them is how long are we, how much are we going to see of Chet Holmgren and the Jalen Williams going forward Correct. and stuff like that? I don't really know, but at eight to one, I'm getting better odds than what I was being dealt b- before the tournament began. I jumped in a little bit on them uh, uh, here last night. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm riding, riding with them, but that's, it's interesting with these teams that played, remember they played in Salt Lake city. So they've only played one game and like Cleveland Cavaliers have racked up three games already. Yeah. It's it's really it's really odd, but like so for that game, for example, if you get an idea that Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, they're oh by the way, we're we're resting Chet Holmgren. He's not right. going to play the rest of the way. That's how you bet these things. Yes. Uh, yeah. Until then, nothing. We know that the Houston Rockets. For those who are wondering, and it is going to help. Like this is the other thing that kind of helps you bringing it back to the futures betting, Kelly. So like the Houston Rockets at this point right now are undefeated. But the thing that's going to help. Oh, Jabari Smith Jr. Tari Eason, you guys are awesome. So you're done. You're mm-hmm. not playing anymore. Mm-hmm. Amen Thompson, injured the ankle. 
done. So that's a Rockets team that got off to a good start, but could theoretically really you know tumble down the standings, lose their next <laughs> right, two games right, yeah. uh, because of pulling guys. And that's why I think you like like a situation that I'm in with the Jazz. I got them at 21 to one. First off, it's a big win last night, but you also have guys who I don't, who are contributing to this team that I don't think are going anywhere. Keontae George, Jaime Jaquez, those are guys they're that they're going to keep playing. Yeah, they're yes. going to play a yeah. vast majority of this thing. I don't think they're high enough profile that they're going to get shut down after a while. Uh, Ochak Baji didn't play yesterday. We'll see if that's going to carry forward for Utah, but I feel like I'm in a pretty good position there. But that's also the tough part about betting some of these futures. You're looking around, you're just going like, man. It could be that you get off to a good start, and all of a sudden, just like that, you're out of the picture. So yeah, we'll see what happens going forward. But that the Nets-Bucks game has some importance because the Bucks are undefeated, and uh, Rockets-Thunder is very big because those are two undefeated teams, even though one of them has only played one time. And the Thunder are massive favorites because of what has happened with the personnel for Houston at this point. Yeah, and that's something – I guess that is something we can take going forward into future summer leagues is really map out that schedule a bit more. Because, I, I mean, James, yeah, yep. I wouldn't have been able to tell you, you know what I mean, that we'd be sitting here today, then the Thunder would have played one game and the Rockets would have played, you know, two already. That That is something you definitely need to factor, probably factor into your handicapping, handicapping a bit more than I did. Quick uh, Wimbledon update. Uh, Iga Svatek did actually get out of that second uh, set with a win, picks up a win in the second set. So we are tied one apiece heading into the third right now. Uh, 30 to 15 in the opening uh, point there or opening game there. But Iga did win a tiebreaker uh, to escape a possible defeat to uh, Svitolina. Live odds right now, Iga minus 550. 550. The other thing, because I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking the exact same thing. Like when it came to evaluating these teams, like, man, you should really look at this schedule mm-hmm. going forward. And by the way, the Indiana Pacers are also one of those teams. Benedict Matherin and Isaiah Jackson, all these, they don't need to play Andrew Nembhard. Like they're awesome. Right. So you do wonder if after two games, they're like, all right, cool, you guys are done. And if that's going to come, because again, similar to Houston, could be a situation where you're sitting there 2-0, looks like they're going to be a team that's going to run away with the summer league, and all of a sudden everybody rests and you're going to be done for the rest of the way. Uh, but to your point, so the teams that I think are going to be really intriguing, like the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, they do or they are undefeated up to this point. They're scheduled the rest of the way. At the end, you only play four games. They get the uh, Boston Celtics tomorrow and the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday. Celtics have been fine, not great. Should be a team, a game in which they're going to be favored. Uh, same with the Memphis Grizzlies. Jazz have a low-key, tough matchup. The Denver Nuggets have been playing pretty well. After that, they end with the Phoenix Suns, who uh, got a win over the Miami Heat yesterday, if I remember correctly. So this is um, it's going mm-hmm. to be pretty – look – I know it's summer league, but you could bet on it. Yeah, that was actually a good game. Suns Heat. I was yeah. I was watching that at the end because the Heat made a big comeback uh, in that game. Yes. So, uh-huh. trying to I'm trying to. So the Cavaliers will be done. So they don't play another game till Thursday. Yeah, there. I think that <laughs> I feel pretty confident saying the Cavs are going to be in. The schedule is so wacky. Yes, <laughs> they played three games in the first four days of the tournament. And now they're not playing until Thursday. Got it. It's yeah. It's it's a little odd to see. And that's the other thing I was talking. Who was I talking about with this yesterday? Where you know back in the day with the summer league, you know you would schedule, you would try to push for like a schedule that was front loaded, so you could just play games and get out of there. But now because of the playoff format, 
teams got to stick around. Right. Yeah. You got to stick around yeah, to see if you're point. actually going to play the you got to play in the actual <laughs> playoffs. So some of these teams are like like the Cavaliers back in the day would be like, sweet, let's play this next game and let's get out of here. And not really the case now because you got to stick around because more than likely you're going to be in the postseason. Uh, those three games too, by the way, the Bucks a two and a half point favorite, total one eighty two and a half. Thunder a five and a half point favorite, total one eighty seven, and the Pelicans are a three point favorite with a total of one eighty one and a half over the Phoenix Suns. Those are the three early games that are today. These numbers are via DraftKings. Two late games. Trailblazers Hornets loses some luster because of the Henderson news, and the Hornets haven't been really that good. They're five and a half point favorites. The Blazers are with a total of one eighty two, and the Nightcap Bulls Kings Kings a one and a half point favorite with a total of one seventy six and a half going down later tonight. With that, uh, we will go back to the NBA Summer League, but not about Summer League basketball itself. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the big stories coming out of the NBA. When we return, uh, we're going to hear from Danny Morang, host of 1080 The Fan in Portland. He's got good connections inside the Blazers and with Damian Lillard. And uh, got to talk to him the other day about what he believes is going to happen with the Trailblazers and painted some interesting scenarios, especially one with the San Antonio Spurs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 